Hello. Welcome back to Songwriting Saves the World. This is season four, the business season. This season, you're going to get an insight on all things behind the scenes in music. We are talking to songwriters, A&Rs, publishers, and producers. And we're so excited to be back and to be giving you guys all the real piping hot tea about the music industry. Woo! Let's get into it. So, Zylo Aria is the founder of Music Production for Women, a music school that empowers women to produce music. Music Production for Women has helped over 6,000 women from over 120 countries start their journey into music production and continues to inspire more and more women with their courses, their events, and even their own podcasts. So, thank you so much for coming, Zylo. We're so happy to chat and have you. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> interview we do have an icebreaker question for you we do. okay and so we wanted to know what your guilty pleasure guilty pleasure song is um i don't know that's actually a really tough question <laughs> <laughs> um i i don't know actually i i don't know if i can say i have like a a guilty pleasure song like a song right that maybe others would judge me for um, right I'm like well you know if you have a problem with it then that's your problem not mine. yeah bite <laughs> your tongue exactly um, but yeah some kind of 90s I I don't even know if this maybe this this was 2000 actually but like Tudor Cinema Club I feel like they kind of just take me back okay, so if I'm it. feeling like I need a bit of a pick-me-up um I go to go to one of their um one mm-hmm. of their songs that just kind of takes me takes me back to the days um <laughs> so yeah <laughs> love that good answer i mean you're mm. right like what would really be like a guilty pleasure song i don't feel bad for anything like listen to one direction <laughs> i don't feel bad like listen to whatever i don't feel bad it is what it is yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's fair that's so would you take us through kind of a summary of your musical journey how you started and how your interest in your career has grown since then. Yeah, sure. So um, I, uh, yeah, I started my career, I guess, um, in, well, I started writing music uh, around when I was about 12 and singing mm-hmm. um, before, before that. And, um, and I, in that journey in, in writing music, I was always working with other producers and I went to school with with some people who were kind of starting their journey in production when I was starting my journey in songwriting and and you know being a vocalist so Mm -hmm. that just sort of happened together and I was doing that for a little while and um, I finished high school and I kind of thought that going down the musical path might not go down very well mm. with potentially my family right so I thought okay let's just keep everyone happy and I mm-hmm. did a degree in accounting and um wow that was yeah so that was you know quite different to to what I'm doing now yeah. but I, I did that and all alongside this I was making music and and mm-hmm. releasing a bit of music as well and mm-hmm. also struggling a little bit through that time because yeah um yeah just the the kind of relationships that I was having with the with the producers it just tended to be a little bit toxic and mm. um 
there were these kind of weird power dynamic struggles that I was having and yeah um, I was yeah kind of doing music the whole thing was becoming a chore outside of my work mm. um uh, a, a lot due to these uh, kind of unhelpful scenarios that that yeah. I was kind of having um with with producers and eventually it all kind of came to a head and I started really not enjoying my work, not mm. really enjoying mm. music uh, as well and and deciding that I just am not going to put up with being treated mm-hmm. um this way by uh, by other producers as well. So I took a few sort of drastic moves, so I decided to quit my job and also Ooh, to uh yeah, <laughs> and decided to move countries because I just felt like a lot of the musicians that I loved were from the UK so yeah. I felt like I just needed to be there so I didn't mm. have too much of a plan I just quit and decided I'm moving to the UK so that was kind don't of don't need extent. a plan just um, do it yeah. <laughs> that's a plan in itself yeah <laughs> so yeah I guess I guess it is yeah so Anyway, got to the UK and um, and obviously I needed to survive and um, mm-hmm. it's not a, a cheap place to live, London anyway. And no. um, so I, the first thing I did was get a job back in accounting because I needed a bit of income. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the side, I was going to so many different music networking events and, and just kind of throwing myself into the scene over there. Mm-hmm. And somehow during that point the idea for MPW just kind of popped into my mind Um, I've always been really interested in small business as well yeah and I think someone told me that um, you know the best businesses uh, find a point of frustration or pain in their customers and solve it better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have an idea for a business, think about a time where you've been in a lot of pain and how have you gotten yourself out of that? And, and that was like a light bulb moment for me thinking, okay, the most frustrated I've been in my life is dealing with really, you know, terrible producers or one work (laughs) ethic just doesn't align with mine and the way Mm -hmm. I got out of that was by learning to produce and I was thinking there has to be other women sadly that are in a similar position that uh, could maybe be helped through their journey so I just designed MPW to be everything that I wish was in one place when I started Mm -hmm. producing music and um, that's kind of what it is now so it's um, yeah a community, a safe space. It's a it's a learning platform where the content has been created with women in mind as a consumer of it, mm-hmm. as opposed to most production related content. Uh, and we also uh, have a lot of great role models in our teachers and uh, you know podcast guests and everything else that yeah. um, our students can hopefully see themselves in and uh, relate to. So that's the, yeah. the kind of overall journey. <laughs> wow. Just you talking about the frustration with some producers. You have no idea what's been going on the past few months <laughs> with my own musical <laughs> journey. Oh, my God. Yeah. It okay. really hits home. Well, <laughs> yes. I. It's It's very sad to say that when I start talking about this stuff, if there's a female uh-huh. artist in the room, uh, or you know multiple I will hear from at least one saying 
I know exactly how you feel. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit sad, really. <laughs> it is. But yeah. I'm glad that you started Music Production for Women. I love it as an organization. Me too. And I really relate to it because I think that Anik and I kind of started Songwriting Saves the World with similar motivations and similar pain points in mind. So, yeah. Right. We're excited. You get to a point where you're just like, and I've reached my breaking yeah, point. Yeah, I've reached my limit. <laughs> yeah. Something okay, needs so to happen. So we all know how that feels. <laughs> yes, we know how it feels. So what are three biggest or like most used tips that you have for production for people who are just starting to get into production? Um, I don't know if you'd call them production tips, but uh, I would say the first one is just to to start. I think a lot of people, uh, they have the idea of starting for a long time, mm-hmm. but then uh it takes them a long time to actually do anything with that idea. And mm-hmm. uh, as soon as you start, things start becoming a little bit less scary. So I would just say, just take that first step. And yeah. the second one would be to build a bit of consistency into it. I think that makes a big difference. If you mm-hmm. just come to it once every two weeks for an hour here and an hour hour there, then uh, you're probably going to find that you are not able to put all that knowledge together and and uh, really put it into practice. So building a bit of consistency uh, in that as well. And you know, if you can find a mentor or uh, mm-hmm. or something like that, um, of course, you know we can help as well. But uh, obviously, there's a lot to be said for the ability to to do it on your own these days especially Mm -hmm. there's so many resources out there and youtube and everything Mm -hmm. but especially through my journey and and running mpw now as well i realize how much you can cut your time in half your learning time because if you just are going from random video to random video some may may be at your level some may not which can actually Mm -hmm. really put you off um, and also you're learning in bits and pieces and without kind of any sort of um, uh, methodology or curriculum, yeah. which um, it can be done, definitely. And that's how I did it because I, I couldn't find an alternative. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think if you, even if you have a friend or something that is uh, has a bit more experience and mm-hmm. just get from them, you know, what to go to next or or like a little bit of a rough idea of how to start or what to uh, learn next rather than just finding random things I think that can help as well yeah having some process to it yeah yeah I feel like in a lot of I'm more of a songwriter than a producer but sometimes I do produce my own demos and in learning to do that I feel like my strategy has mostly been make something and then figure out what's wrong with it and then google how to fix what's wrong with it (laughs) I mean that is a strategy too (laughs) that is effective to an extent except when I don't really have the words to explain like what's wrong with it or there's just ideas that I haven't like had access to because I don't understand the tools I would use to make them so yeah, yeah I feel like like a methodology is important Speaking of kind of development, 
you were talking about how you were always interested in small businesses and how you were kind of ex- inspired to make women produ- music production for women because of that pain point that you noticed in your musical process. So what was the process like from a business angle of starting the organization? Like what were your first steps? How did you get the resources you needed? How did you build your team? Things like that. Uh, That's a really good question. And I think uh, the real answer is that I had no process. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea really what I was doing when I thinking about it now. And um, I think it was lucky that I felt so strongly about this and what we were or what I was trying to achieve with it. Mm -hmm. Because if I didn't have that, then I probably would have given up a long time ago. Yeah. Um, But I, uh, yeah, so the the job I was doing in London in accounting, I had the idea come to me uh, for MPW and I was Mm -hmm. kind of sitting on it and thinking what to to do with it. And uh, a couple of things happened around that time. So I, I was thinking how to actually start and then uh one of my uh, one of my closest friends passed away very suddenly mm. so mm. that was uh it was a very traumatic time i would say for yeah. uh, a lot of us in in the group um obviously her family and everything but i think when these things happen it's a really you're kind of forced to think about how you are living your life at the moment and thinking this happened to someone completely out of nowhere like Mm -hmm. no one could have guessed that and it really makes you think if today was your last day would you be okay with what you've done right now like would you Mm -hmm. be okay with putting your dreams on hold and you know waiting for another year or five years or whatever to pursue them and asking myself that question, I think I realized that there's no better time than now to really yeah. do what you want to do. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so very soon after that, I handed in my resignation and, um, and I was really honest with my, uh, with my, uh, the manager at the time mm-hmm. and just said, you know, this is what's really, this is what's happened. And I, feel like I need to pursue this thing that I yeah um, that I feel really strongly about and I just have to do it now and I think um I, I'm a firm believer of trying to leave everything on good terms and not mm. burning bridges along the way um mm. and uh, and yeah and I think when you say something like that no one can argue with it really so <laughs> he just kind of wished me all the best and said go for it if that's what you feel like you need to do mm-hmm. and um and yeah so I had my last day at that job for on a Friday and then Monday morning I, I was like right I'm starting my business yeah. um that's like actually how it happened and I, wow. I just started building the website like um I and I don't know um I guess maybe some of your listeners have built websites as well, but it's like mm-hmm. not as easy, I think, as you think, especially if you no. want, <laughs> um, especially if you want a, 
an email and everything associated yeah. with your website and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I obviously was working with no budget. So I was like, well, I'm doing everything. So yeah. I learned, I had to learn a lot of things that I had never heard of, like yeah. DNS portals and pointing domains and all this stuff. Like, Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And I was like, why does no one talk about these things that you need to know? Everyone's like, oh, just build a website. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I, I just kind of started building that and then on the side um, started to create um the intro to music production course Mm. and um yeah the first five minute tutorial that I made uh actually had two hours of recording because I was just so bad at talking kind of succinctly (laughs) maybe you think I still am who knows maybe I'm just (laughs) waffling on at the moment but um it was so long and I remember just being in tears thinking if every five-minute video mm. is going to take me two hours to record and another how many hours to edit, yeah. I'm never, mm. ever going to get this done. How is this going to happen? Like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like with anything, the more you do it, the, the better you get. And then eventually yeah. two hours became an hour and a half, became an hour, and then you, you kind of get into a bit of a flow with it and it, it's fine. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so the website came and then the kind of course started building itself and, uh, and then I got people to trial it and, and mm-hmm. see what they thought of it, um, which was handy. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then kind of started to do a few free kind of events and catch-ups around London to, to yeah. get the word out there a little bit. And, um, but things really started moving a bit more, I guess, during COVID. So I had to Mm. move back to Australia from London. Mm, Yeah. Um, And then online learning was very popular during COVID. Yeah, common. So. Perfect. Perfect Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was, it was lucky that it was all online, um, largely, Mm -hmm. that uh, the COVID didn't impact it uh, negatively, in fact, it only would have had positive impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and now we've changed the structure um, to be a one-year program and that's working really well. And I think yeah. our students are getting so much more from it. So it's had a few iterations, but it's been mm-hmm. a great journey where every step I've had no idea what I needed to yeah. know before, of course. before I did it. But um. But yeah, that's how it goes, I guess. Learn as you go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the it. best way to do it. Yeah. I agree. I'm only interested in things I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, jumping into starting a business yeah. without having any idea of like how it works, did you have any inspirations that you turned to when it came to like business models that you were trying to follow? And on the same topic of like inspiration, do you have any musical inspirations that you like look to for production as well like on the business side and on the music Mm. side uh so production wise I guess um I I have kind of a bit of a variety of influences but like um I love uh James Blake's production uh, Mm. and and like FKA Twigs as well and Uh also a lot of the music that I listened to growing up uh, was of Indian background and I think I just mm. kind of bring mm. that into what I make 
even if yeah. I try not to, it's just, it's just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of the production side of things. And with relation to business, um, I, yeah, I think I was kind of going with this online course sales mod, you know, um, mm-hmm. model earlier because that's what some people were talking about that was doing well Mm -hmm. but it's kind of chopped and changed now majority of what we do is live learning rather than recorded kind of stuff like that's part of it as well but I think it really makes a difference um if if someone's able to ask questions and everything and be part of that live when I say live it's also online but it is taught Mm -hmm. um, kind of live um so so yeah that model is kind of uh flowed and changed as we've learned uh, what we've done and um yeah you asked as well uh about building a team um so yeah so with that as well it kind of the first member who was Carmel I just kind of put out a Mm -hmm. bit of a call out to our mailing list and was overwhelmed actually by how many people wanted to to work with MPW and I wasn't expecting that and obviously I had no HR or hiring process and um, Mm -hmm. I just picked a few people I mean they were all lovely uh, and all of that but you, I think you know, obviously you need to have a think about what are the skills that you need and what yeah. uh, people have to uh, complement what what you do but yeah. yeah I didn't really think about uh, a little bit but but not much um, and then <laughs> ended up with five and then eventually that went down to four three two and then there was one person uh, Carmel left and um so and she's been an absolute gem like really uh couldn't imagine running MPW without without her now Mm -hmm. and um and so we worked together for about maybe a year and a half or so before Mm -hmm. we realized we needed another person yeah and uh that time I was a lot more intense about the hiring process so there's a Mm. few steps (laughs) steps and now there's a standard that's been set (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's so so. It's the most important thing that you can yeah. do as a business owner is hire the right people, and yeah. um, uh, and yeah, having a process behind that I think has made such a big difference. Now we hired once and we found the perfect person, um, wow. who's Victoria on our team, and she's incredible and um, super dedicated and um and efficient. She's very good. So. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so I think you know you learn these things as you go. When you realize oh, I've wasted, you know, a year working with a few <laughs> people that maybe weren't the right fit, weren't and it. I've wasted yeah. not only my time but their time as well. So uh, it's just yeah. important to tighten up those things and make sure you hopefully make fewer mistakes next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, speaking of working with amazing people and working with amazing women specifically that ties in perfectly to our last question because our last question is we wanted to know um some of your favorite stories from making music with other women and kind of happy moments or just great collaborative moments or things like that that you love yeah well I mean the thing that I will say about 
working with women and specifically our students through MPW, I think mm-hmm. what makes me really, really happy is when they say, you know, down the line that I am not afraid anymore of production and mm-hmm. the technology and I'm actually excited by it. And I remember talking to them at the start and how maybe apprehensive they were about the whole process. Uh, yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's just really heartwarming for me to see how far they've come. Um, yeah. Because I think that's the biggest battle really that you have to overcome is how to, uh, yeah, just get over your mental talk that's telling yourself that you yeah. can't do it. So That's um, true. Yeah, so that's kind <laughs> of from the MPW side of things and seeing what, what some people are doing now um, from from when they started in their music mm-hmm. career as well is incredible. And um, as far as the, um, yeah, the collaboration side of things is a bit tricky because I very sadly have not really collaborated with other women and... Um, all my collaborations have been with men and some of them have You got to get on well that. And, and <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what the the yeah, the kind of sad thing is I feel like so we're building our um year 2 program which is for the mm-hmm. people that have already done the year 1 and mm-hmm, that yeah. has like uh, you know speed writing collaborative sessions mm-hmm. like um uh, songwriting camps and all of that kind of thing and Yeah it's cool it's something like I'm like I wish I could be a student on that yeah (laughs) I'm like this would be so fun because uh because yeah it kind of puts you in those scenarios where you will get that opportunity that sometimes maybe a bit harder to find in regular you know in regular music time but um not to say it can't be done and I think the only reason I'm not doing it right now is because um it's left me with a lot less time for my own music yeah. um, working on MPW mm-hmm. but that's okay I don't mind that at the moment but uh um, busy saving the world saving the music industry <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah can't, you can't well, be blamed sure for that, that. But <laughs> um but yeah like it's something that I I wish I did more of so it's going to happen. You know, I think there are a few other mm-hmm. female creators that are my really good friends. And I feel like we've, they're all in a similar boat. Like they're all running their own different things in the industry. And yeah. we're cool. all like, oh my God, we just want to like make something together. But it's, it's always one of those things that gets kicked down the road because someone's got a big project on or something like that. Yeah. So, but we'll make it happen at some yes, point. Yes. Make year. it happen. Fit into the schedule. Pencil yeah. it in. Yes. Pencil yeah. it in. Yeah. Well, those are all our questions for you today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for chatting. Great. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah.